I, I actually like that's actually a mistake I cannot afford to make. <laughs> if you ever come over, I'm gonna be. Public, I'm, they're gonna kill me. Man. It's getting edited out. No, I'm <laughs> absolutely saying. not calling Cormac a Northern Islander. What's good, YouTube? It's Marty from the Disciples here with a couple of our. Uh, again, new faces all around, uh, except for Cormac, which actually, no, new face for the team, kind of, maybe. Say what, say hi, Cormac, you're now uh, an official disciple. Hello, hello, back again. Unofficial, official, uh, something weird. Anyway, yeah. No, you're official uh, now, I swear. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we made the post, so, yeah. Sick. And we've also got... Part <laughs> of Burgundy now, let's go. You're, you're in the Burgundy now, boy. Um, and we've also got another team member with us today, Tim Chan, our long-awaited. Hello, it's, yeah, our resident, Chan, Our resident dragon duelist. And we yeah. also have another guest today with us, um, Tier Zero's very own, very finest, Joe White. Say hello to the, to the viewers. Hi guys, I'm the opposite of Burgundy. <laughs> uh... No. Right, and let's get into it. So this weekend, we had the Brotherhood 1K, uh, a big-ish regional type event. Um, pretty much regional. Yeah, um, it was a pretty big event. Uh, about 78 players showed up, and uh, we were just going to talk about that pretty much today. So, um, yeah, do you guys want to take it away? Yeah, I'll go. Like, it was a, I, honestly, it was a great event. It's like my, besides Liverpool, it was like the first proper official event back by all my boys, and it was just, it was just great. Honestly, like the atmosphere was great. It was good seeing my mates, and like it's like it's the first actual tournament of the new format. So that's what I was most looking forward to. Just like testing my deck versus the matchups, seeing the new decks. I kind of just wanted to get a feeling of like the new format, and I think this event was like the best time to do it. And honestly, I just had a blast. It was like a great weekend to see my friends, mm -hmm. and like I think I've got a good understanding of like what the format started off out, and I'm just kind of excited to see where it goes now. But yeah, the event overall was great. I, I had a blast. Like, I, hopefully they do another one. Honestly, yeah. I'll definitely go to another one. Yeah, we can definitely talk more about the format as uh, we progress through this. Um, Cormac and Tim, you both also managed to. So before we go anywhere with this, Joe White actually managed to come second uh, with which deck? Uh, Tangy Sword Soul. Yeah, so a new deck from Bode. Um, but we also saw a couple of new strategies as well from both Cormac and, well, from Tim. Uh, Tim, what did you play? And where did you play? I played, I played PK. Mm -hmm. I got third um, in the event. So yeah. Any thoughts on that Surprisingly well. On the event at all? Um, event... It's like, as, as Joe said, it's like the proper first event, especially for us in like London. Mm -hmm. There's there's not been anything big, right? And and like all the boys were there. It's just, even even if I had done badly, I would have just loved this event just because it's, it's, it's a matter of seeing everyone again. Yeah. Like just being able to see everyone, everyone sure. in the same room, just randomly get matched up against like people you've played against before, mm. had like just not seen in like essentially two years in person, right? Yeah. Um, it's really, really good. Um, meta itself we'll talk about later. I think PK is a strong contender, um, yeah. but not for the right reasons, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> we also had Cormac fly in all the way from Ireland uh, just to cope. Uh, would you like to elaborate mm -hmm. on that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was trying very hard to get any any 
decent deck for this event. Really anything at all. Like, you know, give me, like, birds, give me Drytron, give me, like, anything that's not Dragonlink, basically. Um, because it's just, like, it's not even that it's a bad deck. It's just that it's depressing. So I just dubbed it Depression Link for the entire weekend. Um, because it was just so, so, so painful having to just, like, do the same board every single time and then get, like, Nibiru'd or Dark Ruler'd every single time by better decks and just lose. Um, but then people dark ruled me, and then I didn't lose uh, for most of the weekend. So that was kind of surprising. So I ended up going 6-1 and coming 6th place, because I lost to Ran Maju round 1, and then beat 60 DPE decks for the rest of the tournament, which makes no sense, because Dragon Lake loses to DPE every single time. But, uh, but welcome to Yu-Gi-Oh! So, yeah, that was fun. That was, that, that was, that was all right. Would you have taken a striker deck? Uh, that's coping a little bit more than <laughs> Dragon Lake. It's a teeny tiny bit. <laughs> just um, only a little bit. <laughs> just, just, just a, a smidge more. Like it's, it's a, like a whole one percent difference. Maybe, Dragon like, you know? Striker. <laughs> yeah, like, as the guys were saying, like great event. Um, you guys managed to do really well. Me not so well. I, I'm absolutely washed. Uh, clearly, <laughs> going like straight up X three with like Drytron. Like why not? Um, yeah. but, um, you know, as, as Tim said, like, even if he didn't top and I didn't top and I ha had a blast, like it was great being back in the hall and seeing everyone again at the brotherhoods, you know, it's it, like, cause what happened was, um, the brotherhood, we had the brotherhood, right. And then COVID happened and then it was just gone. Like in an instant. Yeah. It's just online. No face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're speaking to your friends, like seeing them's different. Like. A Discord call mm. to sense call, but like, yeah. actually, like face to face testing is what I value. Yeah. And like walking into that hall again, like on the Sunday, oh. magical. So, yeah, it genuinely felt so good. It's hearing it round so one, that's, that's, all I, that's all I needed. Just round yeah, one, yeah. round one. Oh, it was oh. actually brilliant, but um, sure. yeah, like, like, uh, I don't know how, how much of like the online format, like everybody here played, but I played like quite a number of tournaments in like you know like lcs's and stuff yeah. like that and while those are like you know great fun being on like a call with your friends or whatever yeah. like between rounds whatnot it, it's been very apparent at, at this weekend and when it was at liverpool a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. the vibe is just completely different when you're it at really person is. thing like it's just, yeah yeah it's that extra thing about it you know, for sure like bro on these weekends like Yu-Gi-Oh is literally like the worst thing about the weekend <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. Actually, it was the was the secondary thing for my weekend. I was like, seeing yeah. my mates was the first thing. It's like, oh yeah, that's a tournament, I guess. Yeah, cool. Yeah. There's something about seeing the guy that just comes around to your table and say, You got trades. Yeah, you you got trades. It's just, it's just it's, a cathartic it's, experience. It's, it never changes. Never yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I have a binder in my bag. Do I say yes or no to him? <laughs> yeah, but that's what never what comes kind of... to your mind if you're playing an online event, right? <laughs> Do I do I do I want to show him my binder or do I just tell him to go away? <laughs> Tim, Tim. <laughs> Tim has nah, to make social got... decisions again. Oh my god! <laughs> I can tell you, you ain't got good choice, buddy. Let's move on. Who are we kidding? Let's move on, man. Right. Um. What was on the list? Talk about Sam's couch. Uh. Yeah. Cormac, you ended up staying with oh. Sam. Describe his couch. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> so I didn't like really plan very well for this at all i just said hey uh, am i able to come to this and everyone was like yeah sure it should be fine and then i booked and it was like 
uh, where are you staying by the way i was like oh i, I didn't figure that part out yet so <laughs> we're just question. like uh, I really anyone have a floor? You had your flight you had your flights and you just didn't think about it no, <laughs> no i was like it'll, it'll work itself out generally does it's fine <laughs> and sam offered to be like hey i've got a you know i've got like a couch whatever it's fine i was like right, okay cool it's grand it's all it's all fine it's all good um it, it, it was fine it was fine it was more the case of <laughs> i you know was like okay right i know sam goes to bed early everyone here knows that sam goes to bed very early <laughs> so i was just like in the room like by myself and i was like okay what do i do here for the next like hour so i was just like hoping that people were just like on a discord call like, this afternoon, <laughs> like... it's 8 p.m you've eaten and gone to bed what do i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like it's like i felt like i'm the parent i put the child to bed or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so i sound really like but... that <laughs> oh my yeah. god Look, but yeah, but no, it was great. Cormac, yeah, Cormac, was before you finish, right? This is absolutely mm -hmm. your chance, your open platform to just slander slam. Like, just, just <laughs> go for it. And you're on the team now as well. Like, you have nothing to lose. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I think, I think I've already like made Sam depressed enough by letting him know that he's not the tallest person on the team anymore. So I can't go much further than that. So. <laughs> that is, he actually cares so much about that, anyone who doesn't know. He like, really does. Any, I'm, so I'm quite a short guy. And and anything, anytime I slander him in any way, he would just say, yeah, but you're like 5'3". <laughs> Whatever I am, I don't know. And it's just his go-to. Bro, uh, he this does is, the same, this is. He does the same thing to anyone that's like an inch yeah. shorter than him. Like, what the fuck? Oh, anyways. Oh, God. How long have we. Okay. What else? You're already we... looking at the time. What is this, buddy? Bro, I don't know what else to. Fuck right, it. Right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, bro. Like, we've, we've done our bit. We've slandered Sam. Like, we've sent Yu Gi Oh's trash. Like, really, really I think, I think from here on out, we can always have just. A Sam slander segment. I think that's yes. something that needs to make happen. <laughs> yeah. Slander. You can create like a little theme song and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little jingle, a little uh, graphic on the on the screen. Just pop into the screen. Exactly. Tim, we can definitely get you on that. That sounds like <laughs> something. That sounds like no, something can't... for you and your uh, your musings. And anyway. The next video is just Sam reacting to all of them. <laughs> Right. Speaking Let's... of Sam, speaking of Sam slander, he was playing striker today, and that is mega copium, as we've already oh, said. Yeah. So let's talk oh, about yeah. the meta going forwards. It was him. Let's no, no. just let's just begin with striker is not the one, boys. Like Bro. at the moment, no. it is not the one. It Ray might become the one. I'm not. I'm not a striker. Bro, player. it was him and Henry, later. and they were just mad yes. Yes. coping. And it was oh, like, nah. Did you see what Sam came up with like the week before? With his like monkey invoked. Mech oh Knight yes. <laughs> he was no, playing no. like twenty trap invoked. It was just <laughs> solemn Wait, trap. invoked. Yeah, traps. Uh, Ice dragons prison. Solemn's uh, invoked engine. A prey. Prey you no, get to win the die roll. He was, play, he was playing DP as well. Solemn. He was playing DP as well for Denia and Mali, so that his time three. Jeez. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't going second invoked or going first invoked. It was no, going no. third invoked. So like, <laughs> I don't think he would appreciate us leaking. Appreciate us leaking his like super secret invoke strategy. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Sorry, Sam. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Can we just leak the best deck. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so like, yeah. So we there saw a lot, a lot of, of decks, decks, right? Yeah. There was a lot of decks. Yeah. Like, is new format is it just new format jitters or like yeah so if we, like, 
Okay. It's like that combination of like, you want to play like the new meta decks because like you've tested a lot and like people don't really know what to do against it. So it's that advantage, right? Yeah. It's always that this new format. Do I just play what I'm comfortable with and know like, I'm going to be good with my deck. I know the interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I know my deck very well. It's seal pass. <laughs> like, I'll, just, I'll just learn the interactions of the format and I'll be okay. So I think like it was a wide diverse to that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just think it was a crazy amount of decks to be honest. Like, yeah. I, every table was like different decks. I don't think I saw a mirror match, which I find very weird to show him. Like, yeah, so. right. Um, and if we look at like the decks that people played on our team, specifically, like for example, like, we had a load of different decks going in. We had, like, two people playing Lyralus Cry. We had two people playing Striker. We had... What else? We had Tim playing PK, of course. Cormac playing uh, Dragon. D-Link. Uh, playing Sky Striker. Yeah, yeah, the two Strikers. <laughs> Leon playing Leon deck. <laughs> Me playing Drivetron. Um, yeah. You know, it's all the same. Like, it's how it's usually been for the team, actually, I'd say. Um but yeah, again, yeah. seeing all of these decks and especially some new strategies as well, definitely quite refreshing for to see. Yeah, it's I cool think... to see like other people's intakes and like mm -hmm. their decks. Like, so on new format, you think like you well, I tested Soul Sword Tengi. I was like, yeah, like oh, I love this deck. I think this is the best Tengi version. Then I see like a bunch of pure decks, and like it makes you think like, all right, this is interesting actually. Like after this tournament, if I do well, or don't do well, like. This is a good insight to see like sure. i need to test the pure version and compare the differences so it's cool Actually, to see like, you missed anything right yeah, yeah so it's cool to start everyone's own like interpretation of like 100%. the meta deck and what they want to play 100%. so i think that's a good starting point actually like i think the biggest question mark of the format at the moment is sword soul right it's the newest deck it's yeah. the the one that incorporates the most new cards i'd say For um sure. like what what kind of brought you i know a lot of your team actually ended up <laughs> ended up playing sword soul right so like what yeah. what was your like kind of initial thoughts on the meta and that brought you to sword soul so like before even like we looked at sword soul it's like all right what are the other contenders for, like the best deck we got third up which is like extender dot deck that was that was the number one before soul soul we're like right, it's just like six extenders that makes this really good end board like has a good bounce back and plays like the best trap in the game i feel like and then we looked like pk it's like pk is like really good really strong like not all of us like playing like these garnets because you got to play like the destiny fusion so you got kind of garnets but not really garnets then you got to play the scythe like we didn't really like playing like all these garnets and then we just looked at source and i went oh this deck is just engine cards and then flexbox like you can have your power spells like droplets talents or your hand traps so like we looked at it, it was like oh it's a really good engine that has like, a really good end board has good synergy with like the tangy engine and at worst, like we also have all these flex box. So like if last minute we figure out, oh my god, like Phantom Knights is the best deck, what do we do? It's like, oh, we have like all these flex box. Like we could build our deck to like be any of these decks. Like we are, I say we had so many different versions of this deck. Like we had like just hand tracks versions where like we don't let third play. We we're just going second. We we're like to play droplets, dark rulers, let's just break that board to make the board. But overall, I think it was just like a really consistent engine, mm -hmm. a really good engine, a really good end board, and it just has like a really good bounce back. And it's surprisingly with the Tengi, really good at going second. So like, yeah. it kind of ticked. It just ticked off every box of like, it does this, it does this, it does this. It's a new deck, so you have that little advantage of not everyone knows exactly what it does or how to interact with it at the start of the format. So we went, we'll just play this. We think if we put enough time into it, like we think we have that big advantage. And yeah, it did kind of pay off in the end. Like everything we tested and thought, it did happen. Like with the Phantom Knights, the Bird Up. But mm -hmm. I think maybe going forward, I think the Bird Up deck is looking really strong. Cause like 
after this because our testing circle is a lot of just like source on mirror matches burn matches and every now and then like the pk match one or two mm-hmm. and like after this event it kind of made me realize some of the weak points of the soul saw deck mm-hmm. and it's making me think all right these other meta decks have this weak point but they can push through this weak point like my only issue with the soul soul deck has like sometimes it has some weird choke points you just can't avoid like sometimes your hand even with a tangy combo is if they impair my moe like i just can't play if they token collect to me i kind of just can't play but I think that's something we're going to figure out as the format goes on. But mm-hmm. yeah, overall, the decision was just really consistent deck, good end board, good bounce back. Yeah, 100%. And it seems like you guys definitely put a lot of deliberate thought other than just yeah. this is, th- other than, you know, other than this is the new deck. We want to play the new deck, right? Um, yeah, it sounds like yeah. you definitely covered a lot of your bases with some of the, the higher-end matchups of the format. Yeah, um, yeah we respected yeah. like There was just insane decks that had to be respected. Of course, of course. It's a very different that... approach to the one we had, <laughs> where we all yeah. just went off and on our own sort of devices and tested a lot of different yeah. things. And I think, you know, a lot uh, of the conclusions... Come back made... together occasionally to come, just yeah, play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the... Yeah. In fairness, you guys came to a very good conclusion that, you know, Sword Soul is a very playable very viable strategy one if not the most viable strategy but even then you know with all your players like all your resources expended into well so all, all your resources focused on one deck you know we definitely came up with a lot of different conclusions as well on the format you know our guys found that bird up was really really good uh we also found things in drytron in terms of the the tools that that deck has um, they they can be very very strong as well uh, if you just want to go like the high roll route um, you know even things like PK which Tim decided to play and didn't have very much help on admittedly um, but he came to a lot of good conclusions about the PK deck and how it should be played and um, what he needs to do to win games with it and I think our sort of <laughs> outlooks on the format are very different as well um, I think the resounding conclusion that our guys made was this format sucks i was just wondering if you guys jumping on a new deck uh managed to come to a different conclusion other than this format sucks <laughs> yeah we did like uh, at first the very very start like so so like we got our first version of that we started testing we're like it's gonna be a great format this is like interactive games we're loving this and then well, let's test bird up we're like oh RP Featherstorm, okay, yeah, all right, that, we can't play. The Lurinus like, oh, bouncing oh, back all your shit. Our facts type, we're like, oh, okay, there's a, oh, Nemesis is a Gozen on, oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's weird, it's like, it's so weird. It's like, there are a lot of absurd blowout cards, but yeah. that kind of happens in every format. So I think it, I think what, right now it's really important how, like, the format evolves from this. Like, is it, it's just going to be these blowout cards are insane and you've got to draw the outs. So like, mm. are we going to do what other formats are done where we kind of just evolve? It's like, it's a part of the format, but we just evolve past it. But it'll be very interesting to see. Something that I find really interesting right now as well is that this was the first weekend where Bode was officially released and we had some in-person tournaments with it, which is the first time that we've had a set release um, in person with tournaments you know, in like 18 months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like previously for the past while, we've been having just online formats where people have been figuring out things, I think a bit faster. Um, and so it's particularly for this, the lead up to this, because I feel like the previous format just kind of dragged on for quite a while. Yeah. A lot of people were looking forward to boat. And so online, I feel like for the past like month, month and a half, I've seen people trying to test like bird deck, mm-hmm. looking at the sword soul a bit, 
you know, evil twin, these new decks are coming out in Bode. And things were being developed there that for a few of us in in our chats, I think we were at a stage where we were chatting so much about Bode prior to Bode coming out and things being developed so much there that we kind of almost got fatigue of it. And sure. we figured that things were being developed a lot. Sure. Whereas when you go to in-person play, when the set actually just releases, yeah. things are a bit like, if right. things are going in a circle yeah. or you know, in, in cycles or whatever, mm -hmm in person and online can be in different levels of a cycle and i wonder if that's the thing that we're going to see actually play out now yeah. more prevalently because we have in person back yeah. while there's still a bit of online happening as well yeah so the thing with the online stuff as you guys said the matters just like shifted super super quickly uh and they also like developed really really early on because people would just start testing things like not even like two weeks before they'd be testing them like a month or a month and a half before the new set would drop and i think some of that may have like translated over into into in-person play because i i walked into the room and i saw a lot of people on like things like sword soul tenue bird up you know the drytron lists with dpe in them mm -hmm. like a lot of people had translated over to those extremely quickly and you know you don't usually see that transition so quickly especially at like a local level uh obviously mm -hmm. this was quite a big event but for you know for what it's worth it was basically the brotherhood at like its max capacity with a lot of local players and a lot of people just sort of coming back into the game so again yeah. it's like you know people had like a week to like pick up all these cards and they just did and because they just knew think, already that these cards were good and from the test i think another good. another good point to mention is that this format um cormac mentioned that this set is so impactful right we've got the drop of dpe destroy phoenix enforcer such a it's it's meta warping almost right um i again that's another discussion but um there's so many like sword soul is such a strong contender um but you've got so much information from the ocg this time around where the metas are surprisingly not that different like there have been there have been i think the past like sort of covid time i feel like online meta versus ocg meta has not been that similar um and and when we entered this event it felt like people had seen stuff in OCG mm -hmm. and like thought about it, theoried it, tested it. Um, Tenny Sword Soul is a very good example. Mm -hmm. um, the Pure Sword Soul, both variants are very were ve very prominent in the OCG. Phantom Knights is the best OCG uh, deck at the moment. DPE is everywhere in their meta. <laughs> um, there's there's just a lot of there's a lot of um, I think space for innovation that was given. Um, because of just how impactful this set was yeah. um, at the beginning. For sure. So it, does, it, kind of, it does probably tie back into like the online versus real life. So I think when COVID happened, we, it kind of separated the two individuals. Like you have the people like devoted to IRL testing, meeting up yeah. testing. I think when COVID happened, like I think it truly showed the proper diehard innovators, testers. So it's like, as Tim said, like OCG is like people innovating from the OCG. And I think online was a big part of that. I think the online testers, like they're trying to find something to do, trying to find something to test and build for a new format. And when you hear that, oh, we have an IRR event coming back, like that's when the passion starts. And I think it was okay. a part of the online testing. Yeah. I think online testing has innovated the decks more than it would have if it was just Absolutely. IRL. Absolutely. This definitely felt like the most like prepared like an entire room uh like had been yeah. going into any in-person tournament ever in yeah. my, my view that's like, normally i think 
it used to be just people writing deck lists in the queue, yeah. um, picking up, yeah. picking up cards from people they just happened to spot that they knew had cards. Yeah. You know, this wasn't the case today. Yeah. Like everyone it was, everyone, everyone had everything and spares yeah. and substitutes. That's a very good point. Like I've, I don't remember like past regionals, even YCS is like. It's like you see like the top tables like oh there's the new meta decks you go down it's like oh here's like the classic go-to meta decks mm -hmm. but this tournament was literally like oh it's all these new decks they're pretty well built innovated they're mm -hmm. everywhere like everyone knew this was happening yeah. everyone's prepared for this i think it, it felt like a very high level event yeah and i think if you look at the uh you know the top eight that we had we had like from the top down if i remember correctly we had bird sword soul pk sword soul sword soul dragon striker and then another sword soul yeah yeah so. so four sword soul and then four other decks and two of those four decks were completely new decks essentially i count pk yeah. as a, as an essentially new deck um because mm -hmm. um it's never been like particularly viable but it's now like super viable with yeah, like yeah. f0 yeah. and dpe helps the deck a lot and as you guys said have said like <clears throat> cards like dpe super impactful um it's like the Dragoon engine, but just like taken to a completely different level. Uh, so much more versatile, so much less bricky, I guess. Uh, you get to play three more extra good spells in your deck if you really want to, depending on how far you take that engine. Um, you know, there's just so many good tools in the format in terms of not just new decks, but new cards, uh, as you guys have said. Um, and on the other side of that... Mm -hmm. I played a lot of people expecting those cards mm -hmm. and playing out to those cards. Absolutely. There was a guy I like that it's not just the fact that there are new cards, there are other counterplays to that card, which mm -hmm. was really cool. I'm like, I played a guy who was maining like kaijus and slumber. It was the most <laughs> insane thing. Game one, I get super polyed. Uh game two, I get like kaijued and slumbered. I'm just sitting there like, what what, what is going on right now? Like slumber in 2021? Like I did not <laughs> expect to come out of COVID lockdown and have to play against this card again. Like, <laughs> last time I saw this was during zoo format. Like there's just so many cool things happening right now because that um, just purely because this set has so many like DPE as a card, like, uh, OCG, I think, uh, I, I keep coming back, it's, it's, a lot of my theory was looking at, like, OCG and saying, like, oh, this is what they did, what, why did they do this, mm -hmm. stuff like that, but, um, I got super polyed for Guilty Gearfried, I think it is, uh, requires <laughs> two warriors with different attributes or something, um, something like that, uh, I got, like, yeah, it's just, these innovations is, like, it's just really cool to see, honestly, and, and with a card like DPE, if everyone focuses on, focuses on it, there's going to be the people who play it and the people who play around it. Yeah. And I think that's really, really. For sure. I agree. Right. Um, From the weekend, does any... of... go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking of like weird deck lists, by the way, does anyone have anything, anything weird that came out? Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> anyone got any salty moments yeah. or any yeah. cursed losses or anything <laughs> like that? Because I have loads. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, was a, there was an Oki deck that topped a regional this weekend as well. I mean, oh, was that Henry? No, it was some random guy. It's felt like 42 card Goki deck and just swifted everyone. What? Oh, it's crazy. Does it just kill people? I, uh, I think it's just like the normal, it's like the warrior deck, but it's just like, oh, I just really like rematch, so I'm going to play a rematch. <laughs> <one day." laughs> it says summon two. <laughs> it is broken. It's broken. Like, what do you want? Oh my god. 
I think I think it's your time, Mardu. Uh, no, I, 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 I can't go into like too much detail, otherwise it's gonna be like Let it's gonna get really flow through it's you. gonna get really <laughs> mean because I was it's like twenty four hour podcast. Yeah, bro. Like I was one of my losses. My my opponent, like I'm not gonna say his name, but he cross outed my droplet. He went he did his PK combo and ended on Appaloosa Pass. And I was like, this is free. I'm just gonna activate my Drytron and then he's gonna uh, Appaloosa me. I'm gonna droplet him. And then he crossed it out and I was like you're playing this card really uh, i thought you i thought you're gonna say the wind barrier statue moment <laughs> oh that, that was, was even no no no. i'm not even salty about that that was really funny because this was against the winner actually he um so he won the role game one he resolves full combo i scoop game two i resolve full combo he scoops game three he he does his combo and then i but i have dark ruler in hand and then i draw for turn and it's draw and i was like convenient <laughs> and then i dark ruler him and then i can't make quite a full play because my hand's like a bit meh even then and then he punts me over the head like four times with the bird thing and then makes zeus and outs my dpe and then it, I clear, it clears his board um and then he just normal summons the wind barrier statue and i have like a drytron and metionis in hand and then i draw a drytron for turn and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I've just lost. These are not wins. I've got a pass. Yeah, these aren't wins. I've got a pass. Then he normal summons Fractal, yeah. summons Harpy Conductor, and then just kills me. And then I'm like, okay, if the next card on top of my deck is like Diviner to out this fucking wind barrier statue, look at the card. It's Diviner. Like, what can I do? <laughs> like, if basically, basically, if my deck was like one card thinner i would have had draw in my opening hand and i would have top deck diviner to out a barrier statue so <laughs> um there's that but i think yeah. i think the salt is starting to uh <laughs> bro some people are just like they're just insane at the game some people just have like they just come to different conclu different conclusions let's say let's not be it's plot, it's plot armor like, I'm yeah yeah it, some people come to yeah, I'm not gonna I think say... that raises a good point though. Like, what what is everyone's thought about crossout? Because I know in the disciples, um, I didn't do much thought about it myself. Um, I wasn't really paying attention at the time when like crossout came out. Mood. Like, <laughs> it's so so. From what I understand of the card, it 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 has to be played as a three of. I don't really like. No, no, if you're not playing not, three of it, you're not, not going to see it. You you want to see the card, right? And you also have to play a copy of a card that you want to play against. Um, Nibiru, uh, Imperm, Droplets, Starcrawler. These are all the, the big names, right? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I know, Joe, you guys, we, we don't do much theory together, so I, I <laughs> you have a very like much more different uh, outlook. It's, it's, it's kind of it's the same opinion. Really. It's like, I feel like Cross was a card that like, when it was first announced at the OCG, we were desperate for it. Yeah. And as time goes on, like, this is when like, you go to deck build, it's like, so I've got to play this three of, and then a bunch of one ofs, which like ruins my deck a little bit. And it's just like, at that point, I kind of just rather want to play like more consistency and extend the cards over. I want to cross out your veil or imperm. It just makes, for me personally, it just makes my deck building really awkward and like, mm -hmm. I don't yeah. really like it. Like, sometimes it's not even that great, especially in like trap decks. Mm -hmm. Like, even, even in mirror matches, like, I got crossed out in a mirror match, I was just like, that's fine. Like he's kind of just neg one for me. Like I'm fine with this. Mm -hmm. Like personally, it just ruins my deck building. And like I feel like I could just play better power and consistency cards over it. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, and then, like, I, I actually don't. I don't speak to Cormac much. I'll put that on record. <laughs> we're, we're not very. We're, we're quite like we're just acquaintances at this point. So, um, yeah. what about you, Cormac? Like, because because you played Dragon of all decks uh, in in this meta. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I, I suppose you could argue that Crossout is for like the less meta stuff. Um, the less meta. Yeah, decks. I, I kind of feel like the thing with Crossout is that I feel like if you have to play all these like one ofs in order to accommodate it, that's just going to hurt your deck building more than it helps you so that 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 card shines best in decks where your deck already plays like a lot of hand traps but your deck also gets impacted by a lot of hand traps like ash valor and perm like these sort of things like if your deck has kind of choke points into these hand traps but your deck also plays them like think like i don't know like pure tri brigade or something like that yeah, for example yeah that's um, what i was gonna if, come to as yeah, well that's kind of the one that you think about where it's like all right okay if this rescue cat resolves it's super impactful mm -hmm. but it loses to every hand trap in the format for example yeah yeah that's one where you're like all right okay i can understand why you'd play a card like cross set in that deck because there's not a whole lot of extenders you can really play to then just push through in that card mm -hmm. slot where cross set would be mm -hmm. um and your deck already plays all the hand traps anyway so you're not really there is one hurting your deck no, there is one you can play obedient school and that card's way better than Crossout. <laughs> that, one, that one's the difference. Yeah, yeah. if you want yeah, the Obedience Gold version. One day at Melfi is going to be the best deck. True. Imagine and we then... got the tins and, and like Konami, Konami, EU, and NA are just sitting there like, we put Crossout in the tins, it's going to sell everything. And then you, you've just got everyone saying like, I don't really care. I mean, it did I sell it. That's, that's <laughs> not the issue. It did sell it. It just sucked. <laughs> like... I mean, we can't say too much. Like the first place list was playing Crossout, and then like his whole side yeah. deck was like built for Crossout, and I was like, "Yeah, this is crazy." Um, God. but yeah, anything else you guys want to ramble on about or talk about in terms of? I don't know. Do you need me to fill time? I can ramble as much. Tim, how's the OCG? Yeah, no. I, I, I wish I could tell you about. Do you know that. what it was? That was funny when we saw on the uh, the yeah <laughs> the comments Actually, shout on the out Facebook. To that... <laughs> oh, no, shout out to that one guy. Okay, That's I'm the... just gonna say shout out to that one guy who who had the guts to post that comment saying I I don't remember the exact quote, but it's um uh it's something along the lines of. I was wondering what the F was going on because I saw an Asian guy playing no maxi and no cross out and I thought it was from the OCG. Shout out to you. Okay, you kudos. I I, I had a really you made good him laugh. laugh. That one. Yeah, that was a really good laugh. <laughs> Any other closing thoughts <laughs> from you, Should we do what do we think is gonna be the best deck going forward? Like sure. overall. Because yeah. I think that's very interesting. Because I think there's a lot of options. I, I, I'll start off. I think Bird Up's going to be the deck that innovates itself the most to be the best deck. <laughs> Sorry. That I'm starting to dance at school. He's like, oh, I've got right. Well, it's, I don't think it. it is my answer, actually. Um, uh, it's just it's the fact it. that I lost to Gabe, like a teammate. And he had four monsters to negate. And I had droplets and only three cards to discard of it because I needed to play the game myself. And it was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think Interesting. that deck, I think, is going to evolve to a point, especially with the Tri Brigade cards, where it's going to be able to out, like, the cards that beat its board. And I think it's just, when it's, like, six extended dot deck, I think that deck can shine. So I think, personally, Bird Up's going to be the one that excels going forward. Yeah, I definitely think it's, like, probably the deck that 
it, you can see its potential already, and then there's yeah. still room to innovate on it, yeah. as opposed like, to like uh, a lot of the deck to the format. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, right? Like there's there's already people like trying things. Like you see, it, most people were citing something like a, a judgment or a feather storm already. Yeah. Um, and then people are going to figure out more things as it goes along. Some people have already figured out things I know about um, that are like trying to just find ways to beat like the board breakers because what everyone figured going into this and what I think surprisingly took hold fairly quickly in, in person, um, mm. like this happened like online, like you know, maybe like a week or two ago, but it took like quite a while into like online testing people to really come to this consensus was that board breakers were just going to become predominant in main decks as opposed to playing hand traps. Mm-hmm. And board breakers might be really good into the tri brigade Lairalisk deck, but then if then people are then willing to accommodate for that, the deck is already really good into hand traps. So then, if it can find ways to then consistently beat the board breakers, then it really does seem like a struggle to yeah. Yeah. find a deck better than that, right? So, <laughs> what I do yeah. want to say for hand traps though is um, we've already referenced them um, earlier, but there is Arch Nemesis mm-hmm. Protoss and Artifact Scythe in the meta. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah. these are the two cards that you saw all of us chuckle when we talked about how the meta, uh, the state of the meta, let's say, and what we thought about it. But those cards, if you thought VFD was bad, uh, wait till uh, it's not just one deck playing VFD. <laughs> it's everyone playing VFD. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact Dagda just tutors outside, uh, DPEs in every deck. I don't think I don't think PK is the only deck that can play this. It's by far and away the best one, I'd say, that can play this combo, but it's not the only one. And then Arch Nemesis Protoss. Like, when I first saw this card, uh, like, I was like, it's, it's all right, it's, it's meh. And then Sword Soul can search it, it can just pop itself a dark. As a PK player, I am <laughs> shitting myself. <laughs> like, I want to be able to play the game. Well, yeah. fine. It's, it's kind of hypocritical. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's hand traps might end up seeing themselves back in the format to combat these if they pick up popularity, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, I won't go too much into my actual deck list because I'll save that for the deck profile. But, but anybody who saw my list on Facebook saw that I was running twelve hand traps, and that was the reason why. Like, the reason for that was because I was thinking that if I think that people are going to be figuring out, you know, the the site, the Protoss, uh, Birdo combos playing through hand, uh, playing through board breakers, uh, really quickly, which they they were doing. Um, we saw loads of Protoss, loads of sites in the room. Uh, people are then, you know, playing those cards because they're presuming everyone's on board breakers and yeah. punishing board breakers, mm-hmm. which was being the case. So then I was like, well, I can't just accept that. You know, I'm just gonna like lose to these things by just not playing enough cards in my deck to give myself a chance to play going mm-hmm. second. Um, so what I was thinking, what I was thinking of doing then is playing the 12 hand traps and maybe that's like somewhere that people will start exploring down the line because you know, there's only so long that people can get protos to sites, you know, bird comboed with a way to negate their dark ruler or droplet before they're like, well, these cards just don't work anymore. Yeah. So maybe there's going to be a complete other shift to when people are going to try and fit in like as many hand traps back into the deck as possible. Yeah. It's... That might be just the way the format goes, more so than any decks taking hold. Mm-hmm. It's more how people then build yeah. to accommodate 
people playing board breakers and then, then what, decks can, it very, what decks can yeah. include those it very right? much becomes exactly, like a yeah. coin toss of like whether you want to play the board breakers or the hand traps going into a new for into a format or going into a certain event of a format and just trying to identify identify which way the meta is shifting and it does definitely become a coin toss at that point because we just, yeah. we just play Altergeist, easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> See, when you said, when you said what, what you thought was going to be the best deck of the format, you know, I was about to say I'm not really one to, like, pinpoint, like, what actually is a best deck because I feel like there's more an overarching archetype of decks that become the best deck. So it's usually, like, the combo decks yeah. and then the mid-range decks usually find a place in the format as, like, the most represented yeah. decks, um, followed by, like... Control decks, obviously, being the best deck, obviously, like, Altergeist, best deck, Striker, best deck, like, what do you want? Right? What yeah. do you want? Shiz Pass is, like, the wave, always. Never. Faker's at three. Faker is, is at three. three. That's all I have to say, guys. <laughs> no, but, no, 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 but, but, Faker is a dark. It gets Protoss. Normal summon Melee Seed. That is powerful. <laughs> Oh. All right. All right. I think yeah. we'll close out there. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Um, Thank you. Especially Joe White for joining us. For joining <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Tim, for his first time. We we'll hope to see you more on these uh, as you get, as you grow older and uh, develop. As, some... I, yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> I finally qualify for real Yu Gi Oh! Not just Dragon yeah. All right, we're going to close it up there. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel and be sure to check out our social media links in the description below. We have our Facebook and Instagram links. And if you haven't as well, check out our sponsors, Metamats, Gamers Apparel, and the Brotherhood Games uh, and, the, and Card Market. Uh, with that all said, uh, thank you guys for watching and we'll see you in the next one.